Warrior Princess Nation. Welcome back and thank you for listening to the Princess Chronicle podcast. This is Nikisha. I'm so excited for what God has for us today. So grab your Bibles, pens, journals, and let's dive in. Hey, princesses, we are back from hiatus and ready for another season of Princess Chronicles. I want to start this season off talking about um, knowing your worth. I think sometimes as women, we don't always um, value ourselves for who we are. We sometimes will base um, our worth of our sense of self-worth Um, based upon what our society says we should be doing, what we should be eating, what we should look like, how we should dress. And we spend so much time focused on what other people think about us that we lose our sense of self-value, at least for some of us. And I just want to kind of hang out with you today and talk about how understanding who God has called us to be And walking in confidence in that alone is so powerful to build our self-esteem. I think sometimes we don't always um, understand that because we don't spend enough time um, looking at us. And I don't say that to me that we're conceited or always focusing on us or selfish, but we spend so much of our time valuing other people in our lives, whether it be spouses, significant others, or our children, or just family members. We take so much care for them, and then we have nothing left over for ourselves. And one of the things I have learned dealing with a chronic illness is that if I don't spend the time taking care of me, that I am no good for anyone else. And so it is so important that we spend quality time, yes, with God, but also quality time taking care of our needs, resting and eating properly so that we are available to take care of the needs of others. You are worth it. You are worth the time. You are worth the effort. You are worthy enough. And it doesn't matter what people think about your worth. Know that God has called you to be worthy. And that calling is good enough. You don't need anyone else to validate who you are in God. You don't even have to, um, you don't even have to totally believe it yourself. Sometimes understanding your worth is a process. And I can tell you that because I didn't always see my worth. I allowed myself to be in abusive relationships because I didn't understand the value of who I was. I had, um, yes, I had great strong women around me, but even though in their strength, sometimes it would it would mask over their pain. And so they didn't always reveal how they truly felt. And so I thought that you had to go around and um, portray strength although you were broken. And so when I found myself in these relationships in which I felt totally broken, then I thought I was not good enough because I didn't meet the standard of being a strong woman like those that were in my family members around me because they never shared with me their own pain and brokenness. And I just want you to know today, it is okay if you are broken. It is okay if you feel pain. It is okay if you feel like you don't have it all together or you're not getting this thing totally right. That is okay because truth be told, none of us do. But we can't allow other people to devalue us 
or to treat us as if we have no worth just because we feel like we are broken. And oftentimes that stems from a lie that the enemy has told us that we are not good enough, that we do not have it all together, that we are not like that individual, whoever that individual is. We compare ourselves and then we feel like we don't meet that bar that we've set for ourselves, then we're failures. And I want to disband that lie today. I want you to know that that is truly a lie and that you are so worth it. You are so worthy. As a matter of fact, Jesus thought you were so worthy that he died on the cross for your sins. And so I want you to understand that you're worthy, but that's a process. I know that if you're not there today, that's okay. You can get there. I didn't always understand it. And sometimes I spent an enormous amount of time really in a lot of self-hate and putting myself through so much pain because I thought I deserved it. And I thought I did not deserve um, the love that God had for me. And so that, uh, it took me a long time. As a matter of fact, it was my aunt who told me to just stare in the mirror and start off with the small things. And so I had to practice learning to love myself. And I started literally staring, standing in a mirror and saying to myself, um, I like myself. It became actually a jingle, um, a song, and I used to sing it. Um, I like myself. I like myself. I like myself. I like myself. And I had to repeat that jingle over and over again until it was embedded into me that I truly can like myself, that I can stand in the mirror, look at myself and say, you know what? Even with flaws and blemishes and uh, extra poundage and hair a complete mess because I just got out of bed or I don't have the latest and greatest or I don't have what this other person has and I can't speak like they speak and whatever the flaw was that in spite of all of that I still like myself and then that like became I love myself and that took a process before I can even say I love myself but when I got to the place of saying I love myself then I love myself to the point that I refuse to allow other people to treat me in a manner that devalued who I was. And I'm telling you, that took years and years for me to get to that place. But once I got to that place, I understood my worth. Now, let me tell you, understanding your worth, knowing it, and then walking in it is two separate things. So though I began to know and understand my worth, it took a moment before I can actually walk in that. So I knew it. I had this head knowledge of it, but my heart truly needed some time to understand it and walk in it. So that took several more years before I began to walk in my worth. And even now in this day and age, when I know that God has called me to something greater than myself, and I know that I um, have this anointing to walk in that, and I know that I have um, worth it still takes me a process to still walk in that confidently, that I have to remind myself over and over again that I am worthy, that God has deemed me worthy. And it's not a that I am looking for outside for men's attention to value who I am. That value comes from God alone. And if he says that I am worthy enough to walk this life um, in him, then that's all that really matters. But that was a process. And I want you to know that that in this season in your life, you can, wherever you are in this season, you can get to the place that God has called you to walk in your calling, in your anointing, and then this confidence that you are worthy.
with your head up high, with your shoulders back in this sense of godly confidence, godly boldness that we are allowed to walk in. And this is not conceit. I want you to understand this is not about I'm only focused on myself, but it's also about I'm not going to put myself behind everyone else and not treat myself the way that God says I should be treated as his princess, as his daughter. We have a right to treat ourselves in a manner in which is lined up with who he says that we are. Now, there was a woman in the Bible, Judges chapter four is where we find her story, uh, Deborah. Now, Deborah is, uh, I love her story. I love who she is. She jumps in off the pages of Judges um, with boldness and strength. You can actually see her confidence on the pages. You can feel it as you read her story. She pops up in a time in which Israel, again, has sinned against God, and they're now again in captivity, and their captors are literally just treating them so badly that, again, they begin to cry out to God for help. And it's Deborah who the Bible says in verse 4 that she is, um, one, a prophet, um, so she has this calling on her life and the ability to speak to the people of God on behalf of God. So she's hearing the voice of God. She's prophesying. She's letting them know what God is saying and what is to come. And so she's a prophet, but she's also a wife. So it says that she's not only a prophet, but she's a wife. Um, and she's a leader of Israel at that time, which literally means translated, she's a judge. So she sits as judge over Israel. They would come to her and she would sit and hear their arguments and she would judge over what was right or what was wrong and what needed to be done. So she had this prominent leadership role. Now, understand this. She held these positions in a time and season where women were not valued uh, to high esteem. There were some who thought that women were second-class citizens. They were simply to bear children, and so they were not valued as much. And in the midst of all of that, God plucks Deborah down in this uh, book of Judges to see, to allow us to see that this woman was called of God, anointed of God. She was also a spouse, and she held her not only her household down, but she also held down the nation of the children of Israel. And so she uh, continues to judge. And then it was time for the Israelites to be delivered from their captives. God uses her to deliver a message to the commander of the army to say, now was the time for you to go and deliver the children of Israel. But he was afraid. She was confident that God had said it was time but he, as the general, was afraid to gather the army and to go. And so one of the things he says to her is that I will go, verse 8, if you will go with me. So he says that I will only go, gather the army, and do what God has told me to do if you, woman of God, who has this confidence and boldness and strength and knows your value and worth, if you will go with me. If you will go with me with your courage, then I will go. And she agreed to go with him on this that she told him because you have asked me to go and you will not go on your own, that God is not going to give you the victory. 
He's going to give deliver the children of Israel, but he's going to do it at the hands of yet another woman. So she says that this victory that she has already proclaimed from God is going to come not by the general and his army. Yes, they will fight in this battle, but it will be a woman who will take down the captor, who would take down the king, who would take down the person who's been oppressing the Israelites. And so again, we see another woman who's going to operate in her worth and in her strength. And she agreed, or she actually does later on in the chapter, she takes down the general or the person who was um, oppressing the Israelites. Women know that even in the Bible, even in the Old Testament, where we don't see a lot of women being valued for who they are, where people are the mindset of men, not necessarily that they uh, put women away, uh, definitely they they respected their wives and they they agreed to take care of their wives but women were not necessarily seen as in the leadership role here god shows us that women in his eyes women are indeed valued they are loved they are valued by god and yes even in leadership roles in the bible and so god is calling us as daughters as princesses it is time Walk in your calling, walk in your anointing, walk even if that is simply being, or not simply, even if that is being a, a wife and a mother, walk in that boldly. Because that is a role and a job that, yes, I walk in and it is not easy. It is not easy just being um, someone else's spouse or someone else's mom. You have to still, even in that, um, hold on to your identity in Christ and understand that being a wife and a mom is not solely your only identity and figuring out that your worth outside of those roles. Sometimes we get our worth wrapped up in roles and God is saying, no, you have worth and value outside of the roles that you currently have. The positions you have at work, those are not um, significant to your value. How much money you have in the bank account says nothing about your worth or your value. Those things are materialistic things that yes, are good to have. And God blesses us with all those things in our families and those roles that we get to walk in, but that is not um, what your worth and your value is based upon. Simply the word of God dictates to you what your worth and value is. So I employ you, uh, women of God, daughters, princesses, to please dig in the word of God and pull out all of those scriptures in which God says that you are loved, that you are highly esteemed, that you are his daughters, the daughters of Zion, that you have this worth, that you have been called, you have been anointed, that you daughters are the bride, you daughters are to be cared for and looked after. Husbands, um, care for your wives. If God has care or Christ has cared for the church. You have been called to be protected. Why? Because you are valued. You are called to be a helpmate. Why? Because you help your spouse get to the place that God has anointed and called him to be. You are valued and you are loved. And so please, no one understand your worth. That at the end of the day, you are worthy. And so put aside that false belief that you are not good enough and you are not worthy enough because you are. I love you. Go in peace. God bless you. 
Until next time, remember to fight life battles God's way with both crown and sword. See you soon.